To the heavens, no man, no weapon formed against yes, glory is destined. Everyday women, hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Do More podcast. I am your host, Barrington Williamson. Um, usually I'll have a guest on the show, but today, um, I wanted to switch things up a little bit just because there's been a, a lot that's happened over the last couple months, um, and most recently, the last month has just been out of control. Um, so with me being the founder and creator of the Do More platform, podcast, radio, the movement, um, I thought it was my time to share my opinion and my perspective on what's currently happening and what's going on and just how I feel about everything. And before I get too far into the podcast, I want to just begin with just saying, man, I, I love all of you. Uh, I really do. I love you from the bottom, middle, and top of my heart. And I want nothing but the best for everybody who listens to this and who people who don't listen to this. Um, hope you prosper and have a great life and have a fulfilling life. I could care less about wh- where you come from, your skin color, how much money you make, what opportunities you can provide me. I just love you because that's the right thing and the right human thing to do. Um, and if it wasn't for the people around me, the human beings around me, getting me and guiding me to where I'm at right now, I don't. I, I just have no idea where I'd be at right now. So. Without without saying that, without doing more, I just want to just say uh, I love you guys. Over the last couple of days, uh, I've been trying to pull the courage um, to voice my opinion on the recent events that have been happening across the nation. Most recently in Minneapolis, Minnesota, along with speaking to some of the peers that I have and just getting their perspective on how they feel about the situations. So to say that I'm hurting inside would be a bit of an understatement. Um, like just talking about what's going on, it, it's tough because it, it literally brings me to tears. But I, I would be doing you guys a disservice if I at least voice my my opinion. And I just think to myself like, life can't, life can't and shouldn't be like this. Um, however, over the last 28 years that I've been on this planet, I realize everything really comes down to perspective. And without my perspective, you couldn't possibly see how I see the world. So if you allow me to, I just want to bring you guys into my perspective, my view, and my my lens on how the world is right now. And it's really hard for me to believe that I live in a world that someone can hate me so much without knowing me just based on the skin color. My name is Barrington Williamson. I'm a black man in America. And I, I can't. I can't fathom that I live in a world where people have to go by nicknames because they are afraid of going by their real names because of stereotypes. It's hard to believe that I live in a a world that my ancestry has been reduced down to three people in a month. We have Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, and Rosa Parks, and then we get February of every year. 
it's hard for me to realize these things because when I look out into the world, I just see just vibrant communities of all different types, Asian, Mexican, Haitian, Indian, Jewish, and so many others. But in that same world, I realize there are people who hate me just because of the color of my skin. I realize I live in a world where I'm not a person anymore. Instead, I'm a number to hit a quota. I realize that right now I live in a world where because I'm usually the only black person in the room, that anytime anything multicultural come up, comes up, um, it gets directed at me like I have all the answers. I realize I live in a world now that I could commit the same crime as my white peers and receive a punishment that is five times greater. What's more hurtful is that I live in a world where a white person can go into a predominantly black church, shoot the entire church up, get escorted out by cops peacefully, then fed food on the way to jail. Meanwhile, someone that looks like me can be put in handcuffs, have a knee put to the back of their neck, and murdered in broad daylight on camera because he cashed a bad check. I live in a world right now where there's been so many black households broken up because their dads and mothers have been put in jail for weed charges. A bag of weed. Meanwhile, our white peers are building big businesses from that same plant making millions of dollars. Right now, I live in a world where people treat dogs better than people that look like me. To me, that hurts. That hurts every time I think about it. What hurts more is that there's people that say they're my friends. They laugh in my face. They say they care about me. But when people that look like me get hurt and brutally punished for crimes they didn't commit or murdered for petty crimes, they go silent. They have a voice to, to talk about petty celebrity news or someone taking a knee because injustices that are done to our community. But when things like Breonna Taylor happen or George Floyd, Floyd happens or Maude Aubrey, they just go silent. That hurts. That hurts me because I care so much about them. It hurts me because I'll give them my last. I'll give them the shirt off my back. It hurts me because I feel like they don't care. It hurts me because they steal our sounds, our music, our trends, our clothes. But when something really happens to us, they go silent. There's been people who've reached out to me and asked, hey, how can I help? And the only answer that I could possibly think of is just to come to the other side of the tracks. Don't say anything, just observe. Listen, lead with empathy. Try to find understanding. Walk beside us, not in front of us, not in behind us, but beside us. See what we see, feel what we feel. And then when you see things that are not right, words that are not right, speak up then. 
Stop going silent when we need you the most. That's how you change. That's how you create change, and that's what you can do for us. So when I see these stories like Breonna Taylor and George Floyd and Ahmaud Arbery, the reason why it hurts so much for me at least is because it brings up old stories like Mike Brown, Philando Castile, Freddie Gray, Eric Gardner, Tamir Rice. And that's just the, the people's stories that have been publicized. I can only imagine the amount of stories that haven't been publicized, that haven't been caught on camera. That's what hurts even more. Black Lives Matter isn't about saying that white lives don't matter or any other lives don't matter. It's about saying black lives matter because nobody else is saying that. I love you all. Black people have changed. We've been patient. Do I condone the violence and the the destruction that's happening in Minneapolis, Minnesota? No, but I understand it. Because it's the same thing that happened to us. And it continues to happen to us. So what do we do when we're not heard? We do things like that. I love y'all. Things can change. But it's not going to change because of us. It has to change because you change. I love you and do more. That's why I rose the sat on the bus. That's why we walk through Ferguson with our hands up. When it go down, we woman and man up. They say stay down and we stand up. Shots be on the ground. The camera panned up. King pointed to the mountaintop and we ran up. One day when the glory comes, it will be ours.